Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life is an amazing read. If this book doesn't pick you up to sing above the crowd, I will be amazed. What great things do you imagine for yourself? Do you know what's holding you back? Dr. Alan Leica, a prominent physician, has taken what he's learned from being handed a diagnosis of his pending death and turned that insight out from inside his heart and mind out to you. You may have heard the idea, it's not what happens to me, it's what I do with it. Dr. Leica explodes this idea, this way of thinking and being into 13 golden pearls for you to take one by one, practice, and string together like a necklace you will wear to guide you through life's challenges like metal that is tempered by extreme elements so are we dr Leica will show you how to turn terrible things into real and practical new ways to lead your life believe it and believe in yourself the secrets to living a fantastic life is an amazing book amazing get your copy today at amazon ladies and gentlemen Today, I'm talking uh, to a lot of people about fathers and uh, how they influence them in their lives and what a father actually means. So I asked my friend, Kevin West, who comes at this in a unique perspective. Now, for those who don't know Kevin West, you probably do. He's been on so many television shows you can't imagine. And he uh, is what I call a veteran TV actor who uh, has a unique perspective on a number of things. And I've come to know him and appreciate him over the short period of time I've known him. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you very much, Dr. Allen. I appreciate it. Now, Kevin, you came from a family where you didn't have a father. And, and so your mother was both your father and your mother. She's the one that raised you. How, how does that shape your view on fathers? Well, I, you know, the, the funny part about, about it, um, Dr. Leica, is that, you know, as the old joke goes, you know, the, there's a couple of cliches, better to have loved and lost than to never loved at all. And then there's the old thing, it's, it's, it's better to have never had money than to have had money and lost it. And both of those, you know, sort of cliches come from the concept of having had something and then not had it. And so the ironic part is I can't say that as a kid, uh, certainly you're, co- you're very conscious and you're aware that, especially since I was an athlete, I, I mean, I made my first baseball team at seven years old. Um, you're aware that there are fathers around you watching their kids play ball, and you aren't. Uh, on top of that, obviously, as a single parent, especially back in the day, and living in the place where we lived, we, my mother did not have any uh, parental or grandparents, in my case, support. So my mother was gone a great deal. I would be what you would call a latchkey kid. My sister and I Basically, from age 12 and 10, uh, she being the older, uh, kind of raised ourselves. And so, unfortunately, yes, I do know and I can I can recall a handful of conversations in which, you know, my mother expressed having to be the mother and father. um, But it was not something that was an overt conversation. I can. I have a very good memory. I'm one of those with an elephant memory. Uh, so I can recall Dr. Leica a few times when I think my mother may have tried a little too hard to be the dad, uh, which I, you know, you can look back and say it was disingenuous. No, she was just trying to do what she thought was helpful, I guess, as it were. But I'm not sure that uh, at least having, at least having have a, a sort of a pseudo stepson that I raised from the age of six, who's now 22. Um, I still don't think that you can necessarily uh, replace and good and bad. I, I don't put a necessarily just a pure negative on this. There's good and bad to it. Um, but it was, it was, it's interesting now for me being the kind of reflective, uh, you know, sort of 
very sensitive person that I am looking back at the moment she clearly tried to be more than just a mother. And I, I, it kind of makes me smile. That's huge. Now, what about your relationship with your, your stepson? How, how has that shaped you uh, in this fatherly image? And how has that uh, uh, affected you? How, how have you tried to, to become the father for that stepson? Well, you know, the interesting part about that is obviously he was, uh, I have been apart from his mother for quite a while now. So since he's 22, the irony in this is, is that I was with him now as long as I've been not with her, 16 years and it's eight and eight. So I was with him with her when he was much younger. And the irony in that is that unfortunately, one of the things that was a difficulty in our relationship, and I, I say this out loud to you on your show, for any of the women listening who have children who get into a relationship with someone, my ex-girlfriend had a difficult time with me being a stepfather to her son. And I didn't realize at the time, but it actually wound up being very difficult on me when I became really conscious that it hurt my feelings. And it was one of the three main things that eventually broke us up. But, you know, honestly, Dr. Leica, because of having created the Actors Network, a business organization for performers that I ran for nearly 24 years, way back in 91, long before I met my stepson, pseudo stepson, um, I learned how to be a really good mentor. And so I think, unfortunately for me, or fortunately, either way, I became more, even when he was six, he had you know, a father, he had two grandparents, uh, two grandfathers, he had three uncles. So he had a lot of men in his life. And uh, I would say that I was more proficient at learning how to be a mentor. And one of the things I always said to him was, listen, I know I'm not your dad, but there also may be some times that you feel more comfortable talking to me about some things than you would your own father. So just know I'm here if you'd like. And that's, that's kind of the way I handled it. And I think in the actor's organization, you acted as a pseudo dad to many of the people in there, because many actors need not just a mentor, but they need something more than that. They need oh, something uh, to help guide them along that golden path, as we talked about just before we got on this interview. You know, I think we need, people need to know that, that there is that, there are people out there, and you acted as that pseudo father figure for them. Um, you, you are correct. Uh, you know, the network as it is with performers all over the world, um, since this is going to be potentially listened to by people who are not necessarily in the United States, you know, the Actors Network had members from 23 countries and from all ages, all socioeconomic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, education levels, lifestyle levels. And at the end of the day, we're still people. And they were people who were in some ways fish out of water traveling to Los Angeles you know, wanting to believe they wanted to get into what is an extraordinarily difficult business just professionally, and then also an extraordinarily difficult business emotionally and psychologically. And when you discuss parenting or being a father, I mean, how much of that is emotional and psychological? So I have said it for years, Dr. Like, it's one of the early conversations you and I had when I first met you was I, I could sit around and 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 tell you all the negative things about having built and owned that company. But I've also told you that it made me a better man. And because it because it did, I didn't realize I was putting myself in not just alpha male and not just the top of the pyramid, but I was in a position of engaging, discussing, consulting, and sometimes, you know, a little bit of therapy, a little bit of tough love, and all those things for those members, which is very much like being a parent. Yes. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for being you. Uh, my pleasure, Dr. Like. Thanks for having me. People always make a big deal out of Mother's Day. But Father's Day always takes the back burner. Did you know that you screwed your dad's life up just as much as your mom's? I threw up in every car my dad ever owned. My dad spent an entire summer teaching me how to play basketball. And then I joined the chess club. When I was younger for Father's Day, I made my dad a mixtape, and I had Britney Spears, NSYNC, and You're the One That I Want from Greece on it. 
I think he loved it. He cried when I gave it to him. My dad used to make a lot of money. And then I went to college. Theater major. Philosophy major, minor in sociology. Got a two-year associate's degree. Theater major. So this Father's Day, get your dad something great. He deserves it because of what you did to him. 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 Are you tired of feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, and constantly telling yourself that things will get better someday? Perhaps you have this burning feeling of anxiety like you should be doing something. Today, that can all change. Dr. Alan Steven Leica has coached thousands just like yourself to achieve the success you've always dreamed of. It's time to fully own your dreams and let go of those stories that seem to be stopping you from bringing those dreams to life. You can achieve your most ambitious goals and create the life you truly love. Ordinary people are now doing this extraordinary thing. Dr. Leica will help you identify your purpose and make your dreams come to life. It's that simple. Your bright future is ready for you to claim it. All you need is to get clear on what you really want. The universe will take care of the rest, and Dr. Leica will show you how to use the universal law of attraction to make this happen. Say goodbye to last year and get the success you've always dreamed of. Your change starts today. Contact Dr. Alan Steven Leica today for your coaching session. There is limited availability, so call today at 844-936-3362 or go to our website at www.dralanleica.com. Change your life today. Ladies and gentlemen, because Father's Day is coming up, we have a couple of special guests. Uh, I have a real special friend of mine, Sean Keenan. You probably recognize this guy because he's a well-known actor. He was in The Karate Kid, Part 3, General Hospital, The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, Studio City. And he's also the author of a, of a best-selling book called The Way of the Cobra. So, Sean, how are you today? It is so good to be back here again with you. Thanks for making time to be with me. Now, what does fatherhood mean? What is so special about fathers and what they do? Well, I I can only speak from my experience, uh, and that's as growing up as a as a young boy into a man, and what my father meant to me. Uh, you know, he's he's the most important model of what a man is supposed to be in the lives of, uh, you know, of a young child. Uh, and so, you know, for me, my father instilled a lot of lessons to me, uh, some of which took me a long time to listen to. Um, well, have you ever heard that great quote? I think it was by Mark Twain, but I'm not sure. God, I'm going to totally botch this. But something like my, my father didn't make any sense when I was 16, but by the time I was 20, you know, you know, I'm talking to, I'm botching it, but it's true. Well, um, it is true. And, and that's, it is a quote like that. And, you know, when he was, when you're 16, right. You're, neither of your parents make sense. But by the time you grow up and, and become an adult, and by the time you're 50 and 60, you, you miss your parents because there's, they were so special in your You life. know, I'm, I'm so fortunate that I still have both of mine. Uh, they are, both forces of nature. They're sending me pictures right now from Israel where they're on a vacation. Uh, you know, they're constant world travelers. They, they make time to come and see both uh, me and my sister as often as they can. So I'm, I'm very blessed. And I'll tell you, anybody who still has, you know, uh, their, their father uh, or if they're fortunate enough to have both of their parents, you know, it's really treasure that because we never know how long we have anyone. Um, yeah, my dad was, uh, uh, an incredible influence and continues to be, uh, an incredible influence on me. Um, it's interesting, you know, as you get older, as you know, you go from being a boy to a young man, to a man, the role I believe that your father plays changes in the sense that, you know, he's, he goes from being 
this sort of omnipotent figure who also is, you know, a, can be authoritarian sometimes. And it, that's, you know, it teaches you what the proper parameters and boundaries are for, you know, behaving uh, in life. But eventually you wind up changing your relationship to where you're becoming friends. And, uh, and that's a really special, interesting thing. I, I talk to my dad probably four times a week on the phone. Um, my father's an author and, uh, you know, I'm an author and, and I'm constantly running things by him. We actually just did a book signing together at Barnes and Noble, uh, about a month ago. So, you know, I am just really blessed to have uh, a very special man in my life. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Sean, thank you again for being here today. And thank you for your, your words of wisdom. Absolutely, my pleasure. I want to wish everyone a fantastic Father's Day. Celebrate your father. Uh, you know what? If, if, if you got issues with your dad, all I can say is this. It doesn't come with a playbook. You know, everyone everyone makes mistakes and learns as they go along. And, uh, you know, try and uh, try to remember the rose and not the thorns. Perfect. Thank you, sir. You are so welcome. You take care of yourself. You do. Everywhere that we go, he makes people laugh and makes people smile. And I feel like I have that quality. He's the one who always takes me fishing. I watch golf with him. And <laughs> I watch him cook because when I grow up, I want to be a cook too. We have the same faces like this. Dad is the one, when you fall, that picks you up. That unconditional sense of presence and um, reassurance is really what makes him my father. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special on Fathers and Father's Day. And today I have a very special guest. His name is Rodney Flowers. And this man is a living legend. He was crippled during high school, during a football game, and was told he'd never walk again. But because of his strength and determination, he proved them all wrong. I caught Rodney today. He was just doing uh, uh, some work for the Marines, and he pulled over, driving, to tell me his input. Welcome, Rodney. Hello, hello. How you doing? And uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's well, good to see you again. Thank you for being here, Rodney. Rodney, tell me the importance of fatherhood. Well, you know, fatherhood is really important because I view fatherhood a couple of ways. Um, first, as teaching. You know, a father is someone who's been on this earth, perhaps before their, their, their child. And so they have some level of experience. And the ability to pass that experience down, to transition that knowledge to, to you know, give that knowledge to their child, I think, is is important. And I think protection is the next the next thing that, you know, I want to presence is someone who's able to protect. You know, fathers have experience and I think experience is the best teacher. And a child comes into this world this earth, with no experience and no teaching. And so that responsibility to transition that knowledge and that experience to a child to give that child you know, a, a a a opportunity and perhaps a greater opportunity than their father had, I think is maybe the, the most important responsibility that a father that a father can have. And you know, we can't leave out love, you know, demonstrating love, especially as a man. Because I think a lot of kids, you know, they don't they don't know what it what it means to love as a man other than to love another woman, you know, or something like that. But I mean it's to demonstrate masculinity, masculine energy, coupled with love and how to show affection and, and appreciation. I think those things are are very important to, you know, someone like myself, uh, 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 a man that's, you know, coming up. You know, I, I'm sort of reminiscing when I was a child. Um, those are the types of things that I feel as fathers we want to make sure that we do with, with our children, you know. Um, and then for, for for ladies, for daughters, you know, I mean, it's just no, enough can't be said about how important that is for them to understand what it means and, and what it looks like to have a father, a strong father that teaches and loves and and um, protects them as a model. That's huge, Rodney. Rodney, I got to thank you for sharing your words of wisdom with us. And stay well, my friend. 
Talk to you soon. Fact, we all love video doorbells. Voice assistants have changed our lives. We now control our home with a touch. Indoor and outdoor cameras help us keep watch. We want to guard our lives and hold tight to our loved ones everywhere. And you know what's better than all these things by themselves? All these things together from the most trusted name in security, ADT. Father's Day is not for celebrating dads. It's for celebrating all our dads are. Our fellow explorers. Yeah. Personal doctors. That's why we wear shoes. And our oldest, closest buds. Father's Day is for us to say, I'm so glad you're mine. Come here. Oh. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very special friend, Kevin McDonald, uh, a friend I met uh, because he's been on my show and I've been on his show, The Independence Report, and it truly has been an amazing journey for both of us. Kevin, welcome. Welcome, sir. It's, it's, Alan, it's great to see you again. It's wonderful. Now, can you tell me what it means to you? To What does fatherhood mean to you? Interesting question. Father, fatherhood to me is, it's, it's difficult to define, but it's not, if that makes any, any sense at all. Because being a father is my, has always been the joy of my life, whether it was as a coach of theirs or the scoutmaster or, or, or on the, um, the school board or whatever it was. And, and the kids, you know, they grow up so fast. And my, my boys are now, 34 and 30. They're grown men. Uh, they're leading their own lives. They're doing some great stuff. And I, it's just, for me, I'm trying to do something that had not been done for me. Uh, when I was, when I was growing up, my, my grandfather was a traveling salesman. My father worked 60 hours a week for Nordstrom and was gone most of the time. And, and so I've tried to really be available to them, my kids, and to communicate and to sit down and to try and get into their head and and really understand what was going on with them. And, uh, and we had some really deep discussions over time. And uh, it was, it's, you know, it's a joy of a lifetime being, being a father. And I can't imagine losing one of my kids. And I just, I just love them to death. And, and it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a lot of fun. It really has been. Yeah. You know, I think uh, being a father is a privilege. Having a father in your life is something that's amazing because they guide us into things that we wouldn't have before. They protect us. They put a roof over our head. They feed us. They help us with all the things that we need to know along the way. And I, I, I think fatherhood is a very special privilege. It really is. And if you get lucky enough, to have a couple of good kids and and to have a stable home situation and and can be that provider which is your number one job as as a man is to provide but also uh, in my world is also to be a guidance counselor because now it's changed i was their father now i consider myself their um their advisor when they when they want me to because they're adults now and we gave them the um the background and the and the ability to be able to manage their lives effectively and so now if they ask my opinion i give it if i don't i just say i love you how are you yeah, well that's huge well thank you kevin for for giving us uh, your words of wisdom thank you again such as it is that's all i got so <laughs> thank thank you and happy father's day everybody yeah thank you everybody happy father's day I just love being a dad. Being a dad is uh, the most challenging, the most rewarding. The responsibility you have is immense. You don't need to be perfect, but if you're doing your best and you're guiding them. I can't think of a more powerful and potent role on a human experience than parent to child. Mahalo to all of our fathers who step up to this responsibility and experience the blessings and joys of parenthood.
Today, I've got a very special friend. His name is Tim Winders, and he runs a phenomenal podcast called Seek, Go, and Create. He's also a new author, and he talks on leadership, and, and we might touch on that a bit. But Tim is here to talk to us about fatherhood and what that means to him. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I, I tell you what, the, the aspect of being a father is so important in in our culture and everything for me it actually has a lot of uh a lot of spiritual significance uh just with the spiritual background that i've got and uh something that we were talking about barry just beforehand it's a little bit interesting for me right now because i've got two ends of the spectrum with fatherhood i'm i'm a father to uh, grown children now they're 31 and 28 and that's a blessing we've just uh had such a great time a joyous time with them and my daughter has blessed us with two grandchildren, and one of them at the time of recording is four weeks old. We've got two grand uh, daughters, and uh, and I just spent two weeks with our two-year-old granddaughter. And I was telling someone earlier, it's real interesting. I I was busy, you know, when you've got a two-year-old that's with you, you're doing two-year-old stuff, which actually I fit in pretty well with that, actually. And, uh, and then she left and I was going to catch up on all my business and I kind of got caught up in a day or so. And I've had a little bit of a, a gap in my heart when she's not been here because I really do enjoy just hanging out with her. So anyway, I love that aspect of fatherhood, but one of the challenging things we're also dealing with in our family is that my father who, um, was, was diagnosed with, with dementia early part of COVID, it was right around, uh, the spring of 2020, we recently had to put him in a facility. So he's still physically healthy, but mentally he is in an advanced stage of dementia. And that's, that's very challenging because he doesn't know who any of us are. So I've got for Father's Day, I've got a, little, a, a lot of emotions going around. It's interesting to be in the sandwich years between children, grandchildren, and, and grandparents. You know, uh, Lucy and I lost her father during the COVID uh, place and sad. He, he caught COVID and died four days later. So not, not a good space to be in. And, you know, uh, my mother didn't die of COVID, but she was in an institution, but all the isolation that she went through pushed her dementia into a very bad state and she died from that. So, you know, these things happen, uh, you know, both of them, lived very good lives. And that's what I can say is they, they certainly affected uh, Lucy and I to such an amazing extent that we're always happy to speak of them with glowing terms. And our children and grandchildren, of course, were just always thrilled to have them over and, and love to have them anytime that we can. Yeah, we anytime I could visit, it, it actually made me think of something when you were talking about that. My, my father was diagnosed early of COVID. And it was odd. We, we had challenges getting into doctors and things like that. And we, we actually do think that the isolation that they had to be in, uh, him and my mother during that time, because they would get out and tootle around and do their things in their local community. We do think that that somewhat accelerated it. You don't, you don't ever know. There's no, no way to know one way or the other, but I think it did impact it. And I wasn't really able to get in and really see him till that summer. And uh, by then he was, it was very rare for him to know who I was, but uh, anyway, very long, like you said, long and rich life. And he was able to see great grandkids and, and his children grow up and hopefully do things that he was proud of and, and all of that. And, and, you know, he actually may continue to live. He's extremely healthy physically, and he may continue to live for a long time. He actually just had a bout with COVID. He tested positive and they said he never showed any symptoms at all. And he was in a facility. So they were watching everything there. And then, uh, and he recovered and was doing fine. I just got a text from my mother earlier today. So, well, he, you know, we will hope the Lord's with him and protects him. And, you know, it, 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 as I say, these are interesting times. And I think they'll remain the interesting times for a long time. Right. Well, thank you, Tim, for being on. And happy Father's Day to you, too. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to you, too. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life with your host, Dr. Alan Stephen Leica. If you love the show, be sure to share with your family and friends. 
We are heard daily on this network. Dr. Leica wants you to live your best life. Visit coachingwithdrleica.com and book your free 15-minute discovery call today. Remember to pick up your copy of The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life today at amazon.com. Until next time, have a fantastic life. You're listening to AMFM 247, the best in talk and music all day and every day. Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life is an amazing read. If this book doesn't pick you up to sing above the crowd, I will be amazed. What great things do you imagine for yourself? Do you know what's holding you back? Dr. Alan Leica, a prominent physician, has taken what he's learned from being handed a diagnosis of his pending death and turned that insight out from inside his heart and mind out to you. You may have heard the idea, it's not what happens to me, it's what I do with it. Dr. Leica explodes this idea, this way of thinking and being into 13 golden pearls for you to take one by one, practice, and string together like a necklace you will wear to guide you through life's challenges like metal that is tempered by extreme elements so are we dr Leica will show you how to turn terrible things into real and practical new ways to lead your life believe it and believe in yourself the secrets to living a fantastic life is an amazing book amazing get your copy today at amazon ladies and gentlemen Today, I'm talking uh, to a lot of people about fathers and uh, how they influence them in their lives and what a father actually means. So I asked my friend, Kevin West, who comes at this in a unique perspective. Now, for those who don't know Kevin West, you probably do. He's been on so many television shows you can't imagine. And he uh, is what I call a veteran TV actor who uh, has a unique perspective on a number of things. And I've come to know him and appreciate him over the short period of time I've known him. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you very much, Dr. Allen. I appreciate it. Now, Kevin, you came from a family where you didn't have a father. And, and so your mother was both your father and your mother. She's the one that raised you. How, how does that shape your view on fathers? Well, I, you know, the, the funny part about, about it, um, Dr. Like, is that, you know, as the old joke goes, you know, the, there's a couple of cliches, better to have loved and lost than to never loved at all. And then there's the old thing, it's, it's, it's better to have never had money than to have had money and lost it. And both of those, you know, sort of cliches come from the concept of having had something and then not had it. And so the ironic part is I can't say that as a kid, uh, certainly you're, co- you're very conscious and you're aware that, especially since I was an athlete, I, I mean, I made my first baseball team at seven years old. Um, you're aware that there are fathers around you watching their kids play ball, and you aren't. Uh, On top of that, obviously, as a single parent, especially back in the day, and living in the place where we lived, my mother did not have any uh, parental or grandparents, in my case, support. So my mother was gone a great deal. I would be what you would call a latchkey kid. My sister and I Basically, from age 12 and 10, uh, she being the older, uh, kind of raised ourselves. And so, unfortunately, yes, I do know and I can I can recall a handful of conversations in which, you know, my mother expressed having to be the mother and father. um, But it was not something that was an overt conversation. I can. I have a very good memory. I'm one of those with an elephant memory. Uh, so I can recall Dr. Like a few times when I think my mother may have tried a little too hard to be the dad. 
which I, you know, you can't look back and say it was disingenuous. No, she was just trying to do what she thought was helpful, I guess, as it were. But I'm not sure that uh, at least having at least having have a, a sort of a pseudo stepson that I raised from the age of six, who's now 22. Um, I still don't think that you can necessarily uh, replace and good and bad. I, I don't put a necessarily just a pure negative on this. There's good and bad to it. Um, but it was it was it's interesting now for me being the kind of reflective, uh, you know, sort of very sensitive person that I am looking back at the moment she clearly tried to be more than just a mother. And I, I it kind of makes me smile. That's huge. Now, what about your relationship with your your stepson? How how has that shaped you uh, in this fatherly image and how has that uh, affected you? How, how have you tried to to become the father for that stepson? Well, you know, the interesting part about that is obviously he was, uh, I have been apart from his mother for quite a while now. So since he's 22, the irony in this is, is that I was with him now as long as I've been not with her. 16 years and it's eight and eight. So I was with him with her when he was much younger. And the irony in that is that unfortunately, one of the things that was a difficulty in our relationship, and I, I say this out loud to you on your show, for any of the women listening who have children who get into a relationship with someone, my ex-girlfriend had a difficult time with me being a stepfather to her son. And I didn't realize at the time, but it actually wound up being very difficult on me when I became really conscious that it hurt my feelings. And it was one of the three main things that eventually broke us up. But, you know, honestly, Dr. Leica, because of having created the Actors Network, a business organization for performers that I ran for nearly 24 years, way back in 91, long before I met my stepson, pseudo stepson, um, I learned how to be a really good mentor. And so I think, unfortunately for me, or fortunately, either way, I became more, even when he was six, he had, you know, a father, he had two grandparents, uh, two grandfathers, he had three uncles. So he had a lot of men in his life. And uh, I would say that I was more proficient at learning how to be a mentor. And one of the things I always said to him was, listen, I know I'm not your dad, but there also may be some times that you feel more comfortable talking to me about some things than you would your own father. So just know I'm here if you'd like. And that's, that's kind of the way I handled it. And I think in the actor's organization, you acted as a pseudo dad to many of the people in there because many actors need not just a mentor, but they need something more than that. They need oh, something that, to help guide them along that golden path, as we talked about just before we got on this interview. You know, I think we need people need to know that that there is that there are people out there, and you acted as that pseudo father figure for them. Um, you you are correct. Uh, you know, the network as it is with performers all over the world. Um, since this is going to be potentially listened to by people who are not necessarily in the United States. You know, the Actors Network had members from 23 countries and from all ages, all socioeconomic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, education levels, lifestyle levels. And at the end of the day, we're still people. And they were people who were, in some ways, fish out of water traveling to Los Angeles, you know, wanting to believe they wanted to get into what is an extraordinarily difficult business just professionally. And then also an extraordinarily difficult business emotionally and psychologically. And when you discuss parenting or being a father, I mean, how much of that is emotional and psychological? So I have said it for years, Dr. Like, it's one of the early conversations you and I had when I first met you was I, I could sit around and, and, and tell you all the negative things about having built and owned that company. But I've also told you that it made me a better man and because it, because it did I didn't realize I was putting myself in not just alpha male and not just the top of the pyramid, but I was in a position of engaging, discussing, consulting, and sometimes, you know, a little bit of therapy, a little bit of tough love and all those things for those members, which is very much like being a parent. Yes. 
Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for being you. Uh, my pleasure, Dr. Leck. Thanks for having me. People always make a big deal out of Mother's Day. But Father's Day always takes the back burner. Did you know that you screwed your dad's life up just as much as your mom's? I threw up in every car my dad ever owned. My dad spent an entire summer teaching me how to play basketball, and then I joined the chess club. When I was younger for Father's Day, I made my dad a mixtape, and I had Britney Spears, NSYNC, and You're the One That I Want from Grease on it. I think he loved it. He cried when I gave it to him. My dad used to make a lot of money, and then I went to college. Theater major. Philosophy major, minor in sociology. Got a two-year associate's degree. Theater major. So this Father's Day, get your dad something great. He deserves it because of what you did to him. 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 Are you tired of feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, and constantly telling yourself that things will get better someday? Perhaps you have this burning feeling of anxiety like you should be doing something. Today, that can all change. Dr. Alan Steven Leica has coached thousands just like yourself to achieve the success you've always dreamed of. It's time to fully own your dreams and let go of those stories that seem to be stopping you from bringing those dreams to life. You can achieve your most ambitious goals and create the life you truly love. Ordinary people are now doing this extraordinary thing. Dr. Leica will help you identify your purpose and make your dreams come to life. It's that simple. Your bright future is ready for you to claim it. All you need is to get clear on what you really want. The universe will take care of the rest, and Dr. Leica will show you how to use the universal law of attraction to make this happen. Say goodbye to last year and get the success you've always dreamed of. Your change starts today. Contact Dr. Alan Stephen Leica today for your coaching session. There is limited availability, so call today at 844-936-3362 or go to our website at www.dralanleica.com. Change your life today. Ladies and gentlemen, because Father's Day is coming up, we have a couple of special guests. Uh, I have a real special friend of mine, Sean Kanan. You probably recognize this guy because he's a well-known actor. He was in The Karate Kid, Part 3, General Hospital, The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, Studio City. And he's also the author of a, of a best-selling book called The Way of the Cobra. So, Sean, how are you today? It is so good to be back here again with you. Thanks for making time to be with me. Now, what does fatherhood mean? What is so special about fathers and what they do? Well, I I can only speak from my experience, uh, and that's as growing up as a as a young boy into a man, and what my father meant to me. Uh, you know, he's he's the most important model of what a man is supposed to be in the lives of, uh, you know, of a young child. Uh, and so, you know, for me, my father instilled a lot of lessons to me, uh, some of which took me a long time to listen to. Um, well, have you ever heard that great quote? I think it was by Mark Twain, but I'm not sure. God, I'm going to totally botch this. But something like my, my father didn't make any sense when I was 16, but by the time I was 20, you know, you know, talking to, I, I'm botching it, but it's true. Well, um, it is true. And, and that's, it is a quote like that. And, you know, when he was, when you're 16, right. You're, neither of your parents make sense. But by the time you grow up and, and become an adult, and by the time you're 50 and 60, you, you miss your parents because there's, they were so special in your, you life. know, I'm, I'm so fortunate that I still have both of mine. Uh, they are, both forces of nature. They're sending me pictures right now from Israel where they're on a vacation. Uh, you know, they're constant world travelers. They, they make time to come and see both uh, me and my sister as often as they can. So I'm, I'm very blessed. And I'll tell you, anybody who still has, you know, uh, their, their father 
uh, or if they're fortunate enough to have both of their parents, you know, it's really treasure that because we never know how long we have anyone. Um, yeah, my dad was, uh, uh, an incredible influence and continues to be, uh, an incredible influence on me. Um, it's interesting, you know, as you get older, as you know, you go from being a boy to a young man to a man, the role I believe that your father plays changes in the sense that, you know, he's, he goes from being this sort of omnipotent figure who also is, you know, can be authoritarian sometimes. And that's, you know, it teaches you what the proper parameters and boundaries are for, you know, behaving uh, in life. But eventually you wind up changing your relationship to where you're becoming friends. And, uh, and that's a really special, interesting thing. I I talk to my dad probably four times a week on the phone. Um, My father's an author and, uh, you know, I'm an author and, and I'm constantly running things by him. We actually just did a book signing together at Barnes and Noble uh, about a month ago. So, yeah, I am just really blessed to have uh, a very special man in my life. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Sean, thank you again for being here today. And thank you for your, your words of wisdom. <laughs> Absolutely my pleasure. I want to wish everyone a fantastic Father's Day. Celebrate your father. Uh, you know what, if, if, if you got issues with your dad, all I can say is this, it doesn't come with a playbook, you know, everyone, everyone makes mistakes and learns as they go along and, uh, you know, try and, uh, try to remember the rose and not the thorns. Perfect. Thank you, sir. You are so welcome. You take care of yourself. You do. Everywhere that we go, he makes people laugh and makes people smile. And I feel like I have that quality. He's the one who always takes me fishing. I watch golf with him and. I watch him cook, because when I grow up, I want to be a cook, too. We have the same faces like this. Dad is the one, when you fall, that picks you up. That unconditional sense of presence and um, reassurance is really what makes him my father. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special on Father's and Father's Day. And today I have a very special guest. His name is Rodney Flowers. And this man is a living legend. He was crippled during high school, during a football game, and was told he'd never walk again. But because of his strength and determination, he proved them all wrong. I caught Rodney today. He was just doing a some work for the Marines, and he pulled over, driving, to tell me his input. Welcome, Rodney. Hello, hello. How you doing? And uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's well, good to see you again. Thank you for being here, Rodney. Rodney, tell me the importance of fatherhood. Well, you know, fatherhood is really important because I view fatherhood a couple of ways. Um, first, as teaching. You know, a father is someone been on this earth perhaps before their, their their child and so they have some level of experience and the ability to pass that experience down to transition that knowledge to, to you know give that knowledge to their child i think is is important and i think protection that's the next the next thing that you know i want to presence is someone who's able to protect you know fathers have experience and I think experience is the best teacher. And a child comes into this world with no experience and no teaching. And so that responsibility to transition that knowledge and that experience to a child to give that child, you know, a a a, a opportunity and perhaps a greater opportunity than their father had, I think is maybe the, the most important responsibility that a father that a father can have. And, you know, we can't leave out love, you know, demonstrating love, especially as a man. Because I think a lot of kids, you know, they don't, they don't know what it, what it means to love as a man other than to love another woman, you know, or something like that. But I mean, it's to demonstrate masculinity, masculine energy coupled with love and how to show affection and, and appreciation. I think those things are, are very important to, you know, Someone like myself, uh, 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 a man that's you know coming up, you know, I, I'm sort of reminiscing when I was a child. Um, those are the types of things that I feel as fathers 
we want to make sure that we do with with our children, you know. Um, and then for, for for ladies, for daughters, you know, I mean, it's just no, enough can't be said about how important that is for them to understand what it means and, and what it looks like to have a father, a strong father that teaches and loves and and um, protects them as a mother. That's huge, Rodney. Rodney, I got to thank you for sharing your words of wisdom with us. And stay well, my friend. Talk to you soon. Fact, we all love video doorbells. Voice assistants have changed our lives. We now control our home with a touch. Indoor and outdoor cameras help us keep watch. We want to guard our lives and hold tight to our loved ones everywhere. And you know what's better than all these things by themselves? All these things together from the most trusted name in security, ADT. Father's Day is not for celebrating dads. It's for celebrating all our dads are. Our fellow explorers. Yeah. Personal doctors. That's why we wear shoes. And our oldest, closest buds. Father's Day is for us to say, I'm so glad you're mine. Come here. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very special friend, Kevin McDonald, a friend I met uh, because he's been on my show and I've been on his show, The Independence Report. And it truly has been an amazing journey for both of us. Kevin, welcome. Welcome, sir. It's, it's Alan. It's great to see you again. It's wonderful. Now, can you tell me what it means to you? To what does fatherhood mean to you? Interesting question. Father, fatherhood to me is it's it's difficult to define, but it's not. If that makes any any sense at all, because being a father is my has always been the joy of my life whether it was as a coach of theirs or the scoutmaster or 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 on the um the school board or whatever it was and and the kids you know they grow up so fast and my my boys are now 34 and 30 they're grown men uh they're leading their own lives they're doing some great stuff and i it's just for me i'm trying to do something that had not been done for me uh, when I was when I was growing up, my my grandfather was a traveling salesman. My father worked sixty hours a week for Nordstrom and was gone most of the time. And and so I've tried to really be available to them, my kids, and to communicate and to sit down and to try and get into their head and and really understand what was going on with them. And uh, and we had some really deep discussions over time. And uh, it was it's. You know, it's a joy of a lifetime being being a father, and I can't imagine losing one of my kids. And I just I just love them to death. And and it's been it's been a, it's been a, a lot of fun. It really has been. Yeah, you know, I think uh, being a father is a privilege. Having a father in your life is something that's amazing because they guide us into things that we wouldn't have before. They protect us. They put a roof over our head. They feed us. They help us with all the things that we need to know along the way. And I, I, I think fatherhood is a very special privilege. It really is. And if you get lucky enough, to have a couple of good kids and and to have a stable home situation and and can be that provider which is your number one job as as a man is to provide but also uh, in my world is also to be a guidance counselor because now it's changed i was their father now i consider myself their um their advisor when they when they want me to because they're adults now and we gave them the um the background and the and the ability to be able to manage their lives effectively, and so now if they ask my opinion, I give it. If I don't, I just say, "I love you. How are you?" Yeah, well, that's huge. Well, thank you, Kevin, for for giving us uh, your words of wisdom. Thank you again. Such as it is, that's all I got. So, <laughs> thank thank you, and happy Father's Day, everybody. But yeah, thank you, everybody. Happy Father's Day. I just love being a dad. Being a dad is uh, the most challenging, the most rewarding. The responsibility you have is immense. You don't need to be perfect. 
but if you're doing your best and you're guiding them. I can't think of a more powerful and potent role on a human experience than parent to child. Mahalo to all of our fathers who step up to this responsibility and experience the blessings and joys of parenthood. Today I've got a very special friend. His name is Tim Winders, and he runs a phenomenal podcast called Seek, Go, and Create. He's also a new author, and he talks on leadership, and, and we might touch on that a bit. But Tim is here to talk to us about fatherhood and what that means to him. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I, I tell you what, the, the aspect of being a father is so important in in our culture and everything for me it actually has a lot of uh a lot of spiritual significance uh just with the spiritual background that i've got and uh something that we were talking about barry just beforehand it's a little bit interesting for me right now because i've got two ends of the spectrum with fatherhood i'm i'm a father to uh, grown children now they're 31 and 28 and that's a blessing we've just uh had such a great time a joyous time with them and my daughter has blessed us with two grandchildren, and one of them at the time of recording is four weeks old. We've got two grand uh, daughters, and, uh, and I just spent two weeks with our two-year-old granddaughter. And I was telling someone earlier, it's real interesting, I, I was busy, you know, when you've got a two-year-old that's with you, you're doing two-year-old stuff, which actually I fit in pretty well with that, actually. And, uh, and then she left and I was going to catch up on all my business and I kind of got caught up in a day or so. And I've had a little bit of a, a gap in my heart when she's not been here because I really do enjoy just hanging out with her. So anyway, I love that aspect of fatherhood. But one of the challenging things we're also dealing with in our family is that my father, who um, was, was diagnosed with, with dementia early part of COVID, it was right around uh, the spring of 2020. We recently had to put him in a facility, so he's still physically healthy, but mentally he is in an advanced stage of dementia, and that's, that's very challenging because he doesn't know who any of us are. So I've got, for Father's Day, I've got a, little, a, a lot of emotions going around. It's interesting to be in the sandwich years between children, grandchildren, and, and grandparents. You know, uh, Lucy and I lost her father during the COVID uh, place and sad. He, he caught COVID and died four days later. So not, not a good space to be in. And, you know, uh, my mother didn't die of COVID, but she was in an institution, but all the isolation that she went through pushed her dementia into a very bad state and she died from that. So, you know, these things happen, uh, you know, both of them, lived very good lives. And that's what I can say is they, they certainly affected uh, Lucy and I to such an amazing extent that we're always happy to speak of them with glowing terms. And our children and grandchildren, of course, we're just always thrilled to have them over and, and love to have them anytime that we can. Yeah, we anytime I could visit, it, it actually made me think of something when you were talking about that. My, my father was diagnosed early part of COVID. And it was odd. We, we had challenges getting into doctors and things like that. And we, we actually do think that the isolation that they had to be in, uh, him and my mother during that time, because they would get out and tootle around and do their things in their local community. We do think that that somewhat accelerated it. You don't, you don't ever know. There's no, no way to know one way or the other, but I think it did impact it. And I wasn't really able to get in and really see him till that summer. And uh, by then he was, it was very rare for him to know who I was. But uh, anyway, very long, like you said, long and rich life. And he was able to see great grandkids and and his children grow up and hopefully do things that he was proud of and, and all of that. And, and, you know, he actually may continue to live. He's extremely healthy physically, and he may continue to live for a long time. He actually just had a bout with COVID. He tested positive, and they said he never showed any symptoms at all. And he was in a facility, so they were watching everything there. And then uh, and he recovered and was doing fine. I just got a text from my mother earlier today. So, well, he, you know, we'll hope the Lord's with him and protects them and you know it, it, it as i say these are interesting times and i think they'll remain the interesting times for a long time 
Right. Well, thank you, Tim, for being on and happy Father's Day to you too. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to you too. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life with your host, Dr. Alan Stephen Leica. If you love the show, be sure to share with your family and friends. We are heard daily on this network. Dr. Leica wants you to live your best life. Visit coachingwithdrleica.com and book your free 15-minute discovery call today. Remember to pick up your copy of The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life today at Amazon.com. Until next time, have a fantastic life. You're listening to AMFM 247, the best in talk and music all day and every day.